Proverbs chapter 2, verses 16 through 22. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death and her paths to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God for Father Jerry once again in the chair today. And uh, this is the end of chapter two. And it's building much off of uh, yesterday's whole accommodation towards these paths of justice. Um, One of the promises accompanying that is that you will be guarded and shielded and watched over by the Lord. Hmm. And so it seems to get into that a little bit more starting today in verse 16, talking about this idea of being delivered from the forbidden woman. You know, Proverbs is an interesting book because there's uh, characters mm-hmm. kind of, and mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like a story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like a storybook story, the book of Proverbs, but it kind of is like story-like. And it, there's like this cast of characters, you know, we met mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, a lady named wisdom who mm-hmm. was bustling about the streets, like calling out for people to listen to her. Um, and then, Today, we have the dramatic foil of the Lady Wisdom, mm-hmm. which is the forbidden woman, the adulteress, mm-hmm. who we'll see some more of throughout the book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's known for smooth words, for external beauty, and for death, destruction, pain, isolation, uh, you know, all, all of the good stuff. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the author being the loving father that he is, does not want his do- his uh, son running around with this woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, uh, and does not want his son, you know, walking into the paths of death. So Dr. Jerry, father, Jerry, mm. open up our eyes. What, what do you see going on in this passage today? Well, it is interesting you know, you you might think like this only applies to like married men, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know that's not quite right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things that is maybe indicative of that is the end of this section talks about the land. <laughs> mm. You know, for the upright will inhabit the land. Mm. What's going on there? The wicked will be cut off from the land. And so, one of the things that I thought of when I was first reading this and this like forbidden word could be like strange or foreign, even some say like kind of like unauthorized, like, which of course is all true for mm-hmm. like someone who's married, like, you know, you're breaking that covenant. If yeah. you were to like unite with another person. Yep. <laughs> um, but you know, there, there's a whole bunch of biblical content about like, God's relationship with his people and like the covenant relationship that they have and like the the language he often uses when they go after the gods 
of other nations is mm-hmm. like adultery and forsaking the covenant and things like that. And so I think that that's like kind of part of what we're seeing here is, you know, to abandon the worship of God for like idolatry. Um, I mean, is very much like abandoning one's marriage mm-hmm. <laughs> and going after um, another person. It's, it's breaking that covenant and it's, and it has repercussions as mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, and, you know, another interesting thing throughout the Bible, especially in like the pro- minor prophets and stuff is you see like on display, like the injustices that are happening amongst the people of God. Like mm-hmm. they are not caring for the poor. They're, they're abusing the poor. Um, they're, they're, they're not um, allowing justice, you know, think of Amos, you know, let justice mm-hmm. roll like rivers. Like, yeah. like he's calling for that because it's not happening. And the reason for that ultimately is they've abandoned the God of justice. They've mm-hmm. abandoned him and his ways and, and they're, they're going after other things and worshiping other things. And that's, that is actually directly related to like how their life is being lived in God's world, which is what we talked about. It's like Proverbs is all about how life is lived best in God's world. And so there's a fundamental like relationship and covenant with the Lord that I think fuels wisdom basically. Yeah. Um, and to abandon him is like going off and abandoning your marriage. Yeah, um, man. It's a, it's such a good word. I, uh, you know, I think it's, it's interesting. I love all of that. And it's interesting to moving like from that foundation. Um, as we look at Proverbs, one of the things that it can reveal to us really powerfully is the depth of Christ's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have gone much of my life to the forbidden woman, mm-hmm. to the adulteress. And, uh, you know, I've departed from wisdom. I have chosen the path of folly. I've mm-hmm. let the complacency of fools kind of just prosper and flourish in my heart. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, there, there's only one who has never mm-hmm. gone to the house of adultery. Mm-hmm. You know, he's never... Uh, succumbed to the forbidden woman. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that Proverbs, you know, it, it obviously does is it, it points to the depth of destruction mm-hmm. that's in wickedness. And when we are informed by that from the book of Proverbs, that we have such a clear understanding of destruction of foolishness. Mm-hmm. And then when we look at the cross and we look at Calvary, and we see someone perfectly wise, perfectly self-controlled, perfectly humble, perfectly joyful, perfectly prudent and cautious, and you know all the things, and mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see him experiencing the utter destruction of foolishness mm-hmm. under the hands of fools, mm-hmm. and they're not suffering; he is. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, this kind of black and white picture of the world can help us stand with a little more amazement at the foot of Calvary. Like, how how did we get here? Mm-hmm. And just underline the grace of the cross. But do you have any yeah. thoughts on that? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting to look at like, yeah, the scene of the cross from the lens of wisdom and foolishness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the ultimately wise one in that moment is being like cut off from the land. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cut off from the inheritance that was promised because, you know, it was all good that the yeah. Lord promised, you know, his mm-hmm. people. 
and they forsook that and we forsake that and yeah. um and jesus did not forsake that yeah um, he was the one who walked in the way of the good he kept the path of the righteous um but yeah he was cut off for our sake and mm. uh you know it says the treacherous will be rooted out of it it's like just the the natural consequence of that like i mean everything you just said is amazing um mm. we should be rooted out of the the inheritance that god has for humanity mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. and instead we're uh our sacrifice is paid for yeah and we are invited back into the land yeah um and to walk in the ways of the lord and he writes his law in our hearts the spirit of wisdom you know um helps us to walk in his ways and so amen. yeah it's such good news that it points to amen and it, i think that kind of helps tune our hearts to one of my favorite quotes and i know when it uh, D's favorite quotes in scripture, which is Peter, mm-hmm. um, after many of the crowds have forsaken Jesus and left him, he says, "Are y'all gonna leave also?" And Peter mm-hmm. says, "Where else would we go? Only you have the words of eternal life." Mm-hmm. And I think that often is I've found at least for me, and maybe this is just because I'm thick-headed, but uh, that often is the posture of wisdom is not like. Oh yeah, this totally makes sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I got it. This like no issue. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes it's kind of perplexed. Um, you know, I love Paul and uh, I think Second Corinthians five or somewhere. He says perplexed, but never driven to despair. Mm-hmm. You know, perplexed, but still standing at seeing this great exchange, yeah. seeing the man of wisdom suffering the suffering of fools. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just leaves in our mouth, like, where else would I go? Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that. Yeah, I love the simplicity there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it's Augustine or whoever, but you know, faith seeking understanding. Mm. Yeah, the same kind of idea. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a perplexity there, but there's a trust. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's good. All right. Well, Doctor Yeri loves you all. So do I. Amen. For for Jeremy Brooks as well, Carlisle. And we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant. And Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.